0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hey everyone. It's great to have you guys with us today. This is episode 22. And we are really pumped about our content today in terms of we're talking about marriage, but something that we're really excited about. But, you know, I just wanted to say thank you to all of you for listening. And to be honest with you, Don, the reason we do this podcast is because of you guys, the listeners. We just care about people, about you, and we care about your marriages. And so that's why we do this. (laughs) You know, we don't get paid millions of dollars. (laughs) We do it because we love you guys. And, and we have a you and we enjoy we it
1: thoroughly it's a lot this. of fun
0: and we're grateful that you listen so as you share it with those that you know uh and you care about their marriages man we just so appreciate it well Oops. hey don let's uh let's catch everybody up on our week we yeah. had a good week didn't really, we very it was good, good. Week.
1: it was excellent yeah. a lot of fun
0: we just got a chance to spend um, the last day, basically, um, our, I should say our, a whole day off with our friends. Yes. And so that was a lot of fun. We were outside. We and went I on, love it.
1: They, they live six hours away and we decided to both drive three and we met halfway and we got to spend our whole day off with them. Spend
0: our day off it's and, and we um, went on lots of walks. In fact, we walked, walked 10, miles 10 miles in one day, which was really, really cool. We drank lots of coffee. We laughed a ton. Man, we had a chance, too, to even down in conversation and yep. to talk about our spiritual to life
1: a spiritual check-in which it
0: was, great. was so good yeah. and then the day before that part of what made this a great week don is of course i officiated a funeral yeah. and i'm just always really honored and grateful to have the opportunity to help people walk through the grief of lo- losing someone that they love so much <laughs> well today is a special day actually today uh don for you and i is not just a special day, it's an amazing day for us because it's our wedding it anniversary. Is. It is. <laughs> we are recording this on our anniversary, and it's crazy to think back to this very important day, our wedding day. So happy anniversary, Don.
1: <laughs> yes, happy anniversary to you as well, Travis. While looking back, I was only 19 years old and you were 21. I had long, poofy, curly hair. And you had a full head of, of wavy hair. Yeah,
0: yeah. I wish I had that back now. <laughs> yeah. oh. I looked
1: back at our wedding pictures and we still even had kind of baby faces, <laughs> baby fat, you know, on our faces. We and really just, did. We were looked so young. I think that weddings were a little bit more formal, actually, when we got married than they are now. Um, they're a lot more casual. I had this elaborate sequin puffy sleeve wedding dress with a huge bow on the butt. It was beautiful to me on that day, on our wedding day. I loved my oh, dress. you looked gorgeous. But yeah. now I see pictures and I wonder, why did I have such a big bow on my butt?
0: Like, what
1: was it? <laughs> what
0: were you thinking? <laughs> but again, no, at the time, you look it, was, great. it was beautiful. Yeah.
1: My bridesmaids, they all wore these green dresses with, of course, um, you know, really puffy sleeves and they were T-length. And they had these matching dyed green shoes that you had to special order. And I know for their gift, we bought each of the bridesmaids a matching pearl necklace and pearl earrings. Our wedding colors, do you remember what our wedding colors were?
0: Yeah. um, Green (laughs) and peach.
1: Emerald green and peach. Okay. That's close, right? It looked good together at the time, but I don't know if I'd put that together now. (laughs) I think it
0: clashes. It does not go (laughs) together. (laughs) Yeah, and just thinking back, Donna, I, I remember I wore an all white tuxedo, which is crazy. I don't know if a lot of grooms do that, but I wore an all white tuxedo matching shoes. Uh, but my whole outfit matched the little guy, my nephew, yeah. <laughs> and he had an all white tuxedo. Same, <laughs> same exact, it was like a mini me, yeah. right? It was crazy. Uh, and then all my groomsmen, they wore f- full black tuxedos. Of course, including a vest and a bow tie and matching, you know, black shiny shoes, which they
1: said were very uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> super
0: uncomfortable! But though, but you know, it, even with all of that yep. old school clothing, the day was. Gorgeous. It was was 70 degrees out. I'll never forget that. It was a perfect day. The ceremony started about 3 p.m. in the afternoon, and that's when they lit the candles. The
1: brass candelabra. Right. Well, that was the name of it. (laughs) But anyway,
0: I was waiting for you at the altar, and I'll never forget the day when they opened the doors and your dad walked you in. And I was like, oh my gosh, she is gorgeous. (laughs) This is the woman I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And I was I was blown away. Like, seriously, I was stunned. And my eyes just welled up with tears. They started streaming down my face. My grandfather, who fought in World War II, one of the hardest men I've ever met, a good man, but hard, he started crying like crazy. And I was a wreck. But I was was super excited to see you on our wedding day.
1: And I remember, Travis, as the doors opened and I saw you waiting for me at the altar, tears just began to stream down my cheeks uncontrollably. I couldn't believe that you chose me to spend the rest of your life with. And I was so honored. I was so excited to live happily ever after with you and begin this journey. We vowed our love and commitment for each other at the altar, and you planted this massive kiss. Uh, on me I that, went in for it. That lasted it. It for great. quite a while. I, we, after the ceremony, we jumped into our stretched limo again, very formal wedding right. into our stretched limo, and we were off. the beautifully decorated reception hall
0: and i think that limo could have fit like 20 people but it was just just the two of us exactly
1: yeah anyways we headed to the beautifully decorated reception hall where we ate an incredible meal
0: it was so good we
1: kissed a lot because they kept clinging the glasses (laughs) over and over again we laughed we got to hug family and friends and we danced the night away and and back in my mind at that day it was completely perfect Nothing it could was. have gone better. And
0: I think one of my favorite pieces, just the dancing. We oh, partied it up, not getting drunk or anything yeah. like that, but just partied it up, like just celebrating. Yeah, we did. Had fun. It was so good. And looking back, I, I enjoy just thinking about it, talking about to on talk today, about. our wed- you know, anniversary, yep. but talking about our wedding day and how beautiful a day that was. And I'm glad that we have kept those memories alive, Don, that we have them in our hearts and our minds yeah, and by the way that our day went the way that we described <laughs> it. But of course, the way that we experienced it, our marriage, you would think it was a perfect wedding day. Yeah. So you'd think our marriage would have been perfect.
1: Right. You and ever I, after,
0: Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but you and I both know that's not exactly the way it has gone. The wedding day. I mean, it's just one day, but the marriage is the rest of your life. I mean, it's crazy to think that so many people spend so much time, energy and money, Don, on planning one day, but they spend so little time preparing for marriage and the rest of their lives. Now you and I, we've learned a lot about marriage over the many years that we have been married, but it's not because we're like, you know, the world's, greatest marriage experts, or we've got all the wisdom in the world on marriage, it's really because we made a lot of mistakes along the way. And also we're thankful for these lifelong lessons that have allowed us to strengthen and deepen our relationship. So really what we want to do today, we just want to take a few moments to share with you guys a few things that we've learned from our own marriage uh, things that we, we didn't know these on our wedding day, yeah. but we have had uh, many years to learn these valuable lessons. Again,
1: we were 19 and you were 21. Oh, we definitely have learned a lot. We're just so different. young. We're different people. I know, Travis, probably the biggest thing that we have learned is that we cannot do this thing called marriage alone, right? We don't have what it takes on our own. We need Jesus to help us. We are dependent on upon him. The Bible says in Matthew 6, 33, it says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need.
0: And he does. I love that verse because
1: when we put God first, when we seek him first, he gives us everything that we need. And that includes everything that we need for marriage, wisdom, patience, love, everything. When we try to do it on our own, we will fail oh, every man. time.
0: And fail miserably. So
1: it's it's just, it's reassuring to know we can't do it on our own, but we have someone, Jesus, that can help us do this.
0: Yeah, definitely. Something that I have learned uh, is that most disagreements or arguments are meaningless, petty things. We I are, think over right? the years, oh, I've just looked back and I've thought, man, all those little arguments that you know where we irritated each other or whatever and we got into an argument and you kind of look back you're like what were we arguing right. about it it was nothing Pointless. it wasn't a big big deal Nuh-uh. but instead we bickered and and really they just don't matter in the larger scope of life the phrase don't sweat the little stuff is so true it especially is. in marriage life is much more beyond not putting your clothes in the hamper <laughs> or brushing your teeth and getting toothpaste on the mirror or driving preferences, but those were some things that we argued about and we really just shouldn't have been sweating the little stuff.
1: I know Travis, another lesson that I believe is important that we've learned is to give your spouse the benefit of the doubt. We're all flawed and we all make mistakes. Travis, you have seen so many mistakes Mm, that I have made. I've seen the mistakes that you've made, but we just need to... Make sure that we're giving our spouse the benefit of the doubt. You know, Don't just think when your spouse does something to irritate you or something when they do something wrong that they are out to get you or that they meant to do that, that they were coming after you. We all need grace. And this is grace, giving them the benefit of the doubt and believing that they have your best interest at heart. Your spouse has your back and you need to believe that. and I need to believe that about you and you need to believe yeah, that about me. Yeah, we're on me.
0: the same team, but right. so often... In marriage, you suddenly wake up and start fighting like you're against each other, and you're on opposite teams. And,
1: and why is that important, Travis? Because it will help you not sweat the little things.
0: Completely, yeah. I, I've also learned, Don, that what you put into your marriage is what you'll get out of it. Yeah. what you What you put into it is what you're going to get back. Yeah. So how are you investing in your marriage? Is it a priority? Do you give it the time and energy that it needs? Now, I love sweet corn. We love it, you know, yeah. you, you you get the corn and you pull back the, they call it oh. shucking the yeah, corn, yeah. I think. It's we just weird. had some
1: great sweet corn. The other Iowa. day. Yeah,
0: And we just, you peel it back, you boil it, and man, you just roll that stuff in right. butter and salt. It's delicious. But you don't get a field full of ripe sweet corn if you never plant the seeds or work the soil to produce a crop. And the same is true in marriage. What are you planting in your marriage? Whatever you plant, that's what you're going to produce. You and I, Don, we don't have a perfect marriage. We're flawed. flawed. We make mistakes. We get into arguments. Ask our kids. Right. They would know. know, But we are constantly investing in our marriage. We go on dates. We take trips together. We have a ton of communication. We're constantly communicating. Intimacy. That's a big thing for us. We make it a priority and we understand that what we put into our marriage is what we'll get back out of yep, it.
1: That's that's so true. Uh, another thing that we've learned, I feel like it's kind of a big thing, but something that we learned more recently is that your kids gr- do grow up and they leave the house. They leave you. They're not there forever. <laughs> your kids leave. So at that point, what is hap- what is left when that happens? Are you you madly in love with each other or are you just strangers? It's really easy to be consumed by your kids and to let them take over your schedule and even your marriage. Or your life. Yes, completely. We th- think sometimes, parents think that if they don't have their child in every sport or every activity, then they maybe they failed as a parent. Or we think that our lives need to revolve completely around our kids. The problem with that method is that in the midst of all that, we can damage our marriage relationship. Our kids then become the priority over our spouse. Please hear me and remember this is something, again, something that we had to, mm. we learned your kids will grow up and your spouse is going to be around much longer than your kids will be Yeah. because they do grow up and leave.
0: Yeah. And of course, those are just a couple yeah. quick things <laughs> that came to our mind on of, of things that we've learned over the years, we've but not so everything. Much. Yeah. We've learned a million other that things. That
1: would take hours. Right. To we but learned.
0: we just wanted to share a couple things. Now, one thing, of course, we talk often about in these podcasts is how the Bible is the ultimate marriage book. And it's certainly for our marriages, but even for our lives. But of course, everything you need to know about marriage is found in the Bible. And so we wanted to share with you guys that are listening with us today just a few of our own personal favorite Bible verses that we like to apply Mm -hmm. to marriage.
1: Yep, for me, I know a verse that I want to live by our marriage and our life. Is James one nineteen, and it it is this verse. It says everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And I know we've talked about that in the past, but this is like a verse that I want to live by, but also probably get tattooed on my arm. Like it's <laughs> so important because how many arguments or fights could be avoided if we just took the time to live out this verse? If we listened to a point of full understanding, and we waited to speak until we had clarity. And knew we could respond in love, and if we refused to get angry, like mm-hmm. I just i to me that's just such
0: an important verse to try yeah. to follow and I think don for me i I think I'm a good listener, but so often I'll cut you off, and so in those moments, I'm not a great listener. Mm-hmm. I need to be quick to listen, slow to speak a, a verse that is key to me when I think about marriage is found in james four six it says, God opposes the mm-hmm. proud.' but gives grace to the humble. And for me, why this is really an important verse is there are so many times in our marriage, Don, that I just, I get frustrated with you or I start to go a certain direction and I get stubborn. And it's really coming out of pride. And when I stop and I slow down, I realize, wait a second, when I'm in a place of pride, when I think I've got it all together, I know what I'm doing and I don't need your input man, I need to stop and realize that God opposes yeah. me. God is opposing wow. me. But when I am humble, God gives me grace. Yeah. And in marriage, there's, there needs to be an absolute truckload of grace and humility.
1: Again, today, it's our anniversary.
0: Today. <laughs> and it is
1: so cool to just stop
0: mm, and
1: look back really and think is. about that very special day. I know, Travis, just couple nights ago, we drove by the church that we had gotten married yeah, in. Yeah, the
0: very and church. And that was
1: just brought back so many memories. It, it used really to be did. kind of just in a field and now it's just surrounded by businesses. Mm. And it was just fun to actually see the place where we vowed to each other, our, our commitment and our love for each other for the rest of our lives. But honestly, that day, September 12th, that was a very special day. That was one of the best decisions, Travis, that I have ever made. It's also crazy to look back on all that we have learned and see that by the grace of God, we are at where we are right now. Mm-hmm. There is no way I'm we could so have grateful. done it without God. We've made a lot of mistakes, yeah. but then we've also really enjoyed marriage as well. We both made the decision that day and still every single day. And we are so determined to keep loving the fight. We have committed to each other on that day, but every day again to never give up and throw in the towel. When life and marriage gets hard, because honestly, we would probably throw on a towel every day or once a week because marriage can get hard. Yeah, it
0: can. We drive each other crazy if we allow our, ourselves to.
1: Absolutely. And you know what? At the end of our life, this is our marital goal. And we talked about this um, a lot in our sustainability podcast, but this is truly our goal. And it's a ver- another verse in 2 Timothy 4, 7. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And Travis, we will cross that marital finish line together. Why? We're determined. We are not going to give up. We won't give up the fight, and we are determined to not lose our faith. And we're both on the same page, and I'm so grateful for that.
0: And I think that determination and that just belief in God and that belief in our marriage and that God brought us together. And we're not going to back down from that. We're going to be stubborn in that. That's a huge piece of how we can keep more moving forward of how we can keep that forward momentum.
1: And I think that's why it's so important today. It's our anniversary. And we're going to celebrate it. We're going to celebrate every year. Why? Because it's a milestone. We have done it. And we need to congratulate each other and yeah, celebrate that so we good. haven't given up.
0: Yeah. You guys,
1: if on your anniversaries, make sure that you're celebrating them with yeah. your spouse.
0: And I think part of it is when we say not giving up, it's not like you know, we've not just not walked away. We haven't given up having fun. Right. We haven't given up living life and and experiencing new things and enjoying one another and getting to know each other better. That's the not giving up. It's when people just, you know, just sit there every day and they don't fight for that relationship. It's
1: crazy to think though, if I, we would have given up Travis, the person that you were at 21, I wouldn't know the person you are right now. You wouldn't like you're a completely different person. And I love who I love being able to watch God just create you into this amazing man. And it's just been an honor to live life with you. Well, thank
0: you. (laughs) That's awesome. And I would say the same to you, Don. It's just a a real privilege and a pleasure. So definitely love you. Happy anniversary. Yes, same to you, Chad. So, so cool. Here's to many more. Many, many more. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, definitely. Well, hey guys, we want to encourage you to hang in there. When we say hang in there, we're not saying you're ready to give it up or walk away, but we just want to encourage you to hang in there to make your marriage the best it could ever be. Dig your feet in the sand, anchor yourself to your spouse and your marriage and to Jesus. We totally believe in you and we know that you have exactly what it takes to keep loving the fight.
1: You guys have got this. We believe in you. We'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed, and please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.